Anyway, music, music, music. Tripping balls. Uh, Episode 200 and lots. 284? Brutes Futurists. 285. Okay. That's one more. That's one better. Episode 284 was all right. We talked about Yizzy and She Had and the Bronx. Oh, that, that Yizzy film clip was proper clever. Very, very enjoyable. It was lots of hat tips to lots of stuff. There was a bit yeah. of Dizzy and there was a bit of... There was all kinds of stuff that made you go, Ah, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah, you did that. And you did that. Yeah. And you did that. Yeah. 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 yeah especially when... You? No. But you, who cares? No. No, no. But if, you're, if your whole shtick is paying homage to what's come before... Yeah. I'm the Prince and- of Grime. I'm keeping this flame alive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, what are we the princes of? Explain I'm not Alabama this three. Podcast. Oh yeah, am I? Oh, I am. Look how professional I am. I've been recording. Oh, that thought. This is the official start of the podcast. Now I'm recording it. Um, Alabama three. I reckon the Alabama three. I mean, they were formed in like the mid '90s as a little. Uh, they were almost considered a bit of a novelty act. But my concept for how the Alabama three got formed was that they listened to the first two. Primal Scream albums the one that was Acid House and the one that was Let's Be the Black Crows doing kind of southern Cletus Cletus Fried Blues and said what if we did both fucking old El Paso girl style Pornequala Los Dos whatever it fucking was and they said what if we don't what if we do the Acid House with the Cletus smash it together build a career on it let's go Sell a track, become the fucking theme to the the the, uh, the, the Sopranos, and basically build a career off that. Because that kind of yeah. feels what they're doing and the, what they've always done. That's a that's a pretty good plan to build a career. Is you know associate yourself with one of the greatest shows of modern television. I suppose. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was necessarily their plan, but it certainly mm. hasn't not worked. <laughs> Somewhere there's a band who listens to this podcast sitting there furiously sending their demos to television shows going please please pick our yeah, songs the problem is they keep sending it to like Love Island Australia or some dog shit show yeah. that doesn't actually work um, I'm offended him by insulting Love Island Australia yeah yeah I, I really struggled to get a handle on what he's mortified what this was supposed to be I guess they woke up this morning and found themselves a niche why have you gone waveform and he's back I never went anywhere yeah, did you do another spectacular monologue that, like, I don't even need, I just need... No, I, I've just been sitting here waiting for you to come back. <laughs> because that monologue last week when this happened was just fantastic, so now I was thinking, maybe I should just be really quiet for large chunks and just let you rip. I was doing that for you. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I, I, I wasn't, I, I just, I enjoyed this album, but I couldn't get my head around where they were trying to go um, like w- what's the fucking brief yeah, it's exactly. basically just Americana and Acid House yeah. and we like doing this sort of stuff and um, woke up this morning and you know found yourself a niche that you could plow for, for fucking years to follow um, can I just say that they're better than, than most of the rest of the bands who, who got a reputation off a 90s TV show theme as a one-hit wonder? Like the the band that did the fucking Friends thing? Yeah, that, that's immediately who I... <laughs> so no one told you life was going to be this way. I actually want to go back and listen to the um, 
country hip hop band that did. We maybe we should. I'll oh, look that up and we should do it as a as a Joker. Um, that did should the we? theme theme song to Justified. Maybe they only had the one hit. We'll see. I suspect that's probably the way. I wasn't that big a fan of Justified. The ancient centered. Um, the kerning was off. Gangster Grass, the name of the band is. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so the thing about the Alabama Three is that is that they had two founding members, and their one of the founding members actually passed away during the recording of this album. So this is kind of a. It wouldn't be surprised if this is their last album, or at least this is their. I'm kind of, I kind of think of the Prodigy in, in the same kind of space, the Prodigy of probably the same kind of vintage of, of band. Um, what are they going to sound like without without their dude in the same way as what are the Prodigy going to sound like without Keith? I should actually say that, um, irrespective of, of, you know, to apropos very little, but the the Superbike team that, that Keith Flint was involved in um, won the British Superbike Championship. So shouts uh, to that. That's very nice. Yeah, he, he's no longer involved, but it was the team that was, uh, was t- it evolved out of the team that he. Uh, did you like it? Yeah, I liked the album. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Was, it. I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Well, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. No spoilers. I enjoyed all the albums with it. I'm not going to say any of them were. I don't. I don't know how they're going to rate in terms of end of the year stuff. But it was a pleasant enough experience to listen to any of the stuff that we listened. The the the. Okay, so the then the next the next band, right? What do you define as the next band? Twelve Foot Ninja. Your um, first name or Mister Bungle? Yeah, very. Can, you, you can see the fucking joins, can't yeah. you? You can see the connection. The guy's vocal is very patterny. The kind of jumping around between genres, the metal flourishes, all that sort of stuff. It's probably more first name more than than Bungle, um, but it's melodic. Altered, to the point where I actually, at one point, I said, "Are you sure this isn't a Mike Patton side project?" Because uh, I have pattern recognition. Um, <laughs> You've been cooking that one all week. <laughs> the, the the interesting thing was, I jumped in on I, IDK. Was for some reason I, you started halfway through the I, album. I started halfway through the album. I jumped in on this one. And I was like, oh, "Okay, this is really interesting." I think this it's the most bungly song of all of them like the jumping around and stuff like that but his singing voice like I think the thing about Patton that people forget is Patton's a really fucking good singer with an amazing range like a really amazing range and can do a lot of vocal tricks and this guy tries to do some of that stuff but his singing voice is just not as good and I found well he can do it he can do a Patton impression yeah but I found the bits where he was singing a little bit too, I don't know, what's a Maroon 5, a sort of... I, I can't, I'd look, fucking, old mate from Maroon 5 was not, Adam Levine was not the person I was thinking of when I heard this. I heard, what no, I heard just was... The, just the, the, the general singing bits, not the, it, like, I thought he did the range stuff pretty good, but when he just sang, it, it fell over a bit for me. It sounded a bit too... Um, pop, uh, not pop rock, pop rock's not the right word, but that sort of really angry pop rock that was, even Limp Bizkit's not really the right sort of comp for what I'm trying to get to. Corn, I think, is what I'm reaching for. Like, there was there was a, a little bit of corn in, in the in the bits where he was just singing. Was it digested properly? Yes, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes it turns up. 
in your in 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 your digestives. Digestives. I've been attacked by a cat. Oh, there's worse things to be attacked by. Mm. I got a problem with pussy as a as a man from as a character from uh, Showgirls once said. Uh, I thought you were going to say from that Harley Quinn show we were talking about last episode. Probably also. <laughs> um, it was a week where I, I really struggled with uh, that. No, t- sorry, Twelve Foot Ninja. I, I didn't struggle with like it's it's so obviously a Baton Rupert. That it's yeah, but it's it's decent, and they write decent songs, and yeah, that, that I, some- I enjoyed the album. I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna carry it with me. As with the greatest album I've ever listened to, but I was I was glad uh, I was glad it existed and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it I, I took it on its own terms, and I think that was important. If you demanded it, I think the problem is that one of the reasons you didn't enjoy it is that you were writing it against Patton, and you're saying, "Well, I don't quite sing quite like Patton. The, the inventive isn't there. The, this isn't there." But I feel like I met it on its own terms, and I had a pleasurable experience. Oh, look, no, no, I agree with you. I had a pleasurable experience. It was more uh, it brought into relief. How sort of good patterns voices? True, um, but if this had, if this was, um, what was that last, um, that last Faith No More album called from twenty fifteen? The month uh, fucking Soul Invictus. If the, if this was Soul Invictus, yeah, we would have been a lot happier. I, th- I think we would have enjoyed it more. This is better than yeah. Soul Invictus, and this yeah. is a better Faith No More album than Soul Invictus. So, um, so yeah, yeah and, it's it's in the space. And some of the, like you said, some of the lyricism was. Quite clever. I quite yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, good album. worth worth your time, folks. Particularly yeah. if you if you if you're um, inclined towards Faith No More um, spaces. So Daisy, Daisy, so um, Daisy, Daisy struck me like there's there's just so much stuff on this. And, and, yeah, I was going to say pa- you picked you picked a, a, an album with twenty odd tracks on it. Well, the thing is that as I said, this is kind of the the collected ideas of this dude over the last year, and it does kind of it strikes you as kind of like the greatest hits of some alternative timeline nineties indie band that either were really big or should have been really big because there's so much stuff on here that's just. It's just absolute indie pop bangers. Like, it's just so beautifully done. And you think, this is going to be lost to the winds. Nobody's ever, like, the, the number of, of listeners and the, the, the penetration of this band into the zeitgeist is next to nil. But, th- but this guy has an excellent fucking understanding of how to write a fucking a pop song. He's got that kind of Ash Naylor from even understanding of, of, of how to do, write something that moves people. I, I feel like it's not really going to matter because it's not it's not really fucking made an imprint yeah. on the world, which is kind of sad. Well, it's not really coherent as an album, but you know what? Oh it no, really no, no, no! Oh. It, it, it's just it's just a fucking it's just twenty four two minute pop you know uh, pop hits all, all smashed together. Do you know what it actually? Uh, it just struck me because I've been I've been trying to put this together all day, but this is a whole bunch of songs that were written for those CDs that used to come on the front of the magazine in the 90s. You know, you, you would get bands that would just like, th- you know, throw you a B-side or a, yeah. a spare song off an album and it would go onto this mix CD that would go yeah. onto the front of the album and you would Attention buy... grabbers. Yeah, th- things yeah, you, 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 intended to grab the attention of an A&R, A&R fucking executive. But well, the, the dude just written 24 of them and they're all was, good. The, the one I always refer back to is... Holt wrote a Bond song that never got used, and they were sort of like, "Well, what do we do with this?" And it went onto the, you know, went onto that CD that was on the front cover of Rolling Stone or 
NME or whatever I bought that month. And it was it was a fucking awesome song, but it just didn't have anywhere to live but that. And now you can you have a place for all of those songs to live and yes. you can put 24 of them together. Evidently. It's called the internet. Yeah. You're welcome. It's for cunts. Do you think this has got a chance to make your top five? The problem is that I, I will always, in the back of my mind, think, well, this wasn't actually intended as an really album. Out. This wasn't conceived yeah. as an album. But by the same token, it's full of songs that are great. Mm. It's full of stuff that is really, really fun. And I I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm going to struggle with that um, right up until January next uh, year. Especially because I think this album is going to play really good in the holidays it is it is full of happiness it is yeah. full of there's so much nice it's great it's just fucking it's just the thing about a pop song is that it works on every level and this is power pop this is obviously um pop music played with basically punk instrumentation that's really what the what the point of pop power pop is and it's um it's it's so much fun so much joy in this but yeah, it wasn't, uh, and the kind of technicalities, it wasn't really conceived of as an album, so it doesn't really count as an album. Some of the songs were actually released last year, and I guess it's a good album. So yep. um, it's in the conversation, as we like to say, of MVPs. Which of these songs should I put on the boys' playlist? All of them, twenty-four. All of them, just all twenty-four. Uh, that's the thing. I can't. Because they're all really good. They all make like a minimum standard. I can't tell any of them apart. It just becomes like a 50-minute chunk of nice fucking indie pop, and I can't tell any of it apart. I couldn't tell you what any of the songs are. Uh, I'm putting IDK on the boys' playlist. Why not? 12-Foot Ninja, because I think that's fun. Um, All right. New stuff. Now. We've had it before. We'll have it again. You... Probably are not going to be super happy with this pick. However, I'm I'm prepared to defend it. Def Leppard, <laughs> almost picked Def Leppard song in the in the New Year's game the other day. Uh, it was songs with animals in the lyrics, and I almost picked Animal, but <laughs> but it doesn't have Animal in the lyrics. It has Animal, no. <laughs> and it's a, it and I want a- and I need and I love Animal. But I got told that and closer were not eligible because they didn't actually reference an animal. They referenced the word animal. So, anyway. Well, you, you um, picked Kitty by the President of the United States of America. I did. That's exactly what I did. Holy shit. <laughs> How is the wavelength we're operating on here? <laughs> well, what, else we, what else would I pick? That's the perfect song. Um, I'm going to go the new album by Rufus DeSoul called Surrender. Because surrendered a narcolepsy. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to bring in. I'm going to bring in a a guest opinionist. Whether or not I can actually get her on the pod is another thing. But um, Vanessa really likes their singles. Like really likes their singles. And I think they're a much better. We can write one banger sort of um, band. And I'm interested to play her a whole album for a week, like back to back. And see whether she sort of starts to see the working and gets a bit bored with it all. Well, you're you're gonna say what well, you, you you like <laughs> you, you like this? We'll have lots of this. <laughs> have lots of it. Yes. Have, have it all, dude. We heard you like Rufus the Soul, so we put Rufus the Soul on your Rufus the Soul exhibit meme. Um. So yes, oh, I enjoy share. I enjoy I'm, the idea that I'm the fucking collateral damage in your yeah, that's right in your experiment. fucking marital counselling. 
Hey, there was a Lana Del Rey album this week. We, There's a Lana Del Rey album every week. <laughs> you should be thankful for Small Mercies. What would you like to pick? Um, I think you need to give me that new uh, album from the uh, Saw Losers, thanks. Belgian Blues Band. <laughs> I was going to say, have the Cosmic Psychos got an album out you can pick? No, just I'll, 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 just go with, I'll, I'll just go with the band that, the album that I've been looking forward for. Uh, I think we had one of their albums... In one of the previous years, we had Sky Dogs. I think it might have been 2016, so it might have been a while ago. But um, there are really handy uh, blues rock band out of out of Belgium, I think. So um, that will be good. I still don't have any good Joker picks at the moment. I, I like looking at all the ones that I like, sort of think are Joker picks, and I'm like, yeah, that's just not really that fun. I've got one uh, if you need one. Okay, give us. Um, Partly because they do the theme song to one of my to a football podcast. Parkett Courts have a new album out. They're kind of lo-fi, kind of Brooklyn hipster strumming away at shit kind of uh, act, but um, they're well thought of. So um, I, I would go for Parkett Courts album. Also because the basketball season just started, so Parkett Courts are relevant in terms of uh, the Celtics, who we all want to see lose. Old are they? I- they're young. I think they're, they're relatively oh, young. Okay. Yeah, there must they've, have been another had- a, another band similar than that because there, there was a band with a name very much like that in the alley days. No, uh, these guys are like from Brooklyn or somewhere. But they're right. um, uh, I think we did one of their albums like either maybe their first album in like 2016. So they've only been around for like. Okay. Fair enough. So we got Rufus du Sol, the Saw Losers, and Parkett Courts. I look forward to your tweets when you have to listen to this album this week. That's all right. I can sleep through anything. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Happy 285th episode. Yep. I didn't get you anything. Same as always. See you, dude. Fuck, we're only at 20 minutes. Don't know whether... I don't know whether any of those... Uh, maybe 12 Foot Ninja will make mine. I was just trying to think whether I want to put any of these on my long list. I think I will I think I will put 12 Foot Ninja on mine. I reckon I'd usher, I'd usher them all onto the long list, but I suspect I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, if they don't make the subsequent cut. I reckon I would enjoy listening back to them. I, this is the kind of album that I, I, will in, I will go back and listen to again. But I wouldn't expect it to progress. It's a bit like um, like a, a League One team that makes the sixth round of the FA Cup, sort of thing. You're like, oh, you know, or a fucking a Czechoslov, a, a fucking Czech Republic team that makes the knockout stage of the Champions League. You think, oh, isn't it great to see you this far? Now go home. And I feel like that's that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yep. But it's it's a good album, and it's I was surprised how, even though in a way we we discredit it a little bit for being uninventive it's still cleverer and more interesting than a lot of bands who are fiddling around in this space at the moment even if they are doing stuff that's like recognizably inspired by faith no more it's still 
the reason that being inspired by Faith No More is good is that Faith No More were a really interesting fucking band. Band. Yeah, that they've. This is their third album. I might go back and listen to their second album. See what that's like. It's either going to be better or worse than this. That's my maths. Because mm, yeah, f- first album's probably a bit rough. <laughs> I'm good at maths. Mm. <laughs> is that going to be yes or no? Uh, the answers are binary. I'm going to go and have another whiskey and wash. Uh, listening to a Nova radio host out of my brain. How did that go? Are oh, you allowed look, to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they just don't put it on the recording, but, um, you know. And then at that stage, they were like three gins in, so I thought, look, I'm going to notice that I'm gone. Um, gin's underrated, eh? Yeah. I, um, we've turned to old people. Yeah. Well, we started, we've started getting into gin and interesting tonics and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, that's the thing. It's not, it's not what it was. It's know. not just generic fucking, yeah. you know, Schweppes and, and whatever you can find because there's lots of interesting gins and some interesting tonics and stuff. We, so. we, we were up in Atherton um, for – oh, we went up and had holidays with one of my best mates up at his wife's parents' place up in the Tablelands. And there's a distillery out. That's a that's a nice part of the world. I've been yeah. up there for a long time, but Beautiful. I actually, I found I found photos because uh, we went up there. One of our I think when we, when we just started dating, and I saw some photos of us, and we look like like supermodels. I don't understand who these people are. We're like, <laughs> how the <laughs> fuck did we ever look like that? The other half's in a bikini, and I'm in board shorts, and we look like fucking you know we look like we're in a Billabong commercial. I'm like. Who are these people and where the fuck have we ended up here? Mm. See, I've got the opposite because I was so fat in my 30s and now I'm probably the fittest I've been in <laughs> since I was 18. It's like, who's that fat cunt in those photos? <laughs> um, but anyway, we went to this distillery. This is like before all the gin stuff started really exploding and um, they had a native sort of like native uh, botanicals gin. So it yeah. was lemon myrtle and yeah, that, um, that would that and, would work real well in a gin. That would oh, really work well in a gin. This stuff was amazing, and even though we were fucking pretty poor back then, we're like, oh, we'll buy a bottle of that, thanks. And they're like, ah, uh, yeah, look, we've got these like ten bottles that we keep for tasting, and then the rest of our stuff is like we're, we're nine months ahead of. You know, we've sold nine months more than we've made. <laughs> we keep making more and we can't keep up. Can we get back to you in about eight months' time? Yeah, pretty much. Um, whereas now, you know, they're probably just one in a million different gins. There's a million different Yeah. Gins. Everyone knows what they're doing. Oh, dude. Thanks for that. Oh, I'll throw these up now. All right. Cool, cool. Good times. Talk to you later. See ya. See ya.